Hey guys, it's Mike from We Are The Batman here. Just want to let you know, we have a new website you guys can go to. Just go to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. That's podpage.com slash wearethebatman. You can get all of our episodes there, get a little more information about us, and most importantly, you can leave us reviews, and you can leave us comments and messages, send us questions and episode ideas, and you can even leave us voicemails. All these great tools are on the website. Head over to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. Batman. We always love to hear from you guys. Head on over there now and check it out. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to We Are the Batman. My name is Mike. And this is Matthew. Uh, we're cramming in some DC news uh, for this week because there's there's not a lot of big news, but a lot of little news and just some fun stuff to talk about and speculate about a little bit. Uh, the first of which we're going to get into because uh, Dark Crisis is uh, 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 wrapping up. Uh, the, the guys behind Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths is uh, uh, shared some preview art for the event's final issue that's looking like a big change and a big... I dare say promotion um, for one of DC's characters. Now, fair warning, this story does contain some spoilers for dark crisis on Infinite earth number seven, but uh, we're, we're going to talk about this nonetheless. If you, if you don't want to hear it, um, I don't know. I'll put time codes or something in the description. So you guys can skip, <laughs> skip ahead, ahead 30 seconds. Maybe we'll <laughs> sure. be talking about it anymore. Yeah. Cause we're not gonna spend a lot of time on this, but uh, what it's looking like. So spoilers, spoiler. Right. Um, so it's looking like, uh, Nightwing is going to be kind of the new uh, the big dog with DC, uh, the way things are setting up. I have not read Dark Crisis uh, as of right now, so fair warning. I, I, I personally don't know what, what all is really going on with it, um, but it, it implies that like um, Nightwing might be uh, might be going to the dark side a little bit uh, with the way some of this stuff is 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 panning out, and he might kind of become the new like big dog figurehead uh uh tough guy don't mess with this dude uh for the dc universe um and since matt is our resident nightwing guy uh how's this making you feel dude uh like this is one of those things where over the last seven eight years ever since rebirth nightwing has really kind of started changing as a character in that it's being told by Batman and other people that Nightwing is the guy who should be the forefront. You know, Batman's kind of um, thought about Dick Grayson is like, you know, eventually you're going to lead the Justice League. You're going to be the best of us. You're going to be doing what I'm doing now. You're going to be doing but better. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been a play as they've kind of retconned his origin and his costume as his time as Robin. And now that he is, you know, coming to being a much better Nightwing, the Tom Taylor has been writing the series for maybe two years now. And some of the stuff he has Dick Grayson doing in his public persona and also Nightwing is fantastic. Um, kind of weird of like, oh, this is the kind of stuff Bruce Wayne should be doing in Gotham, like, you know, creating, you know, charity organizations that are helping grow the city. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and being a public figurehead for bettering Bloodhaven. Um, so this doesn't surprise me in that Nightwing is becoming a man in his book. 
because you know with all those robin characters you know like tim drake damian wayne spoiler you you could tell they're still teenagers red hood you're assuming he's probably early 20s but it's always so hard to tell in these uh the way they're drawn but right now dick grayson is squarely being like he's not a young adult anymore he he's he's he could if they come out and said you know nightwing is 30 i wouldn't be surprised you know he is becoming a man more so than he has been betrayed in the last several years or previous to six seven years ago and so this is just one of those things like yeah let's do this like this is we need nightwing nightwing should be the Spider-Man of the DCU. You should, he should be the forefront character. He should be popular. There's no reason why he shouldn't besides his rather extensive history. Which is, which is a fine, which is a, f- a funny way of saying he gets laid a lot. Um, it's <laughs> that too. <laughs> Nightwing, Nightwing is just, is just anyway. Um, yeah. So it, it is true. You know, Nightwing is one of those characters that and we, and we talked about this. We've talked about this several times. Uh, even yes. just recently, uh, well, because we we did our episode about characters we want to see in a live action movie. It is absolutely insane that in 2023, Nightwing hasn't existed in a live action movie. That's that's ridiculous. That's that's just kind of insane. Um, you know, there was rumors that one was happening, but of course, that was like in the early days before everything else uh, went down over at Warner Brothers <laughs> Discovery. So. You know, who's to say we won't see it eventually? Probably not with Matt Reeves, at least not anytime soon. But um, at least in the comics, it's it's they're finally getting back to where they were, I think, in the 90s, which is like really giving Nightwing something to do that's more than just, you know, taking down street thugs and being kind of just like DC's version of James Bond. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where you know, this character can excel as you, you have, in my opinion, and it's kind of weird to say this way, Batman could never be Captain America. You know, a a, a friend of mine once described the difference between two characters. And I, and I stand by this is if you need to find somebody, Batman's your guy. If you need to win a war, Captain America's your guy, but there, there isn't anybody like that in the DCU. The, like Captain America. And I think Nightwing could easily slide into that place of like the guy who is inspirational to get you to win that war. Because, you know, sometimes it takes more than strategy to win a battle or win a war. It takes inspiration. It takes somebody who can really lead. And I think Nightwing is that character that could become that. Now, I'm not saying he should become, you know, Captain Darkness or whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to call it Captain darkness i don't know why that was the name i pulled out of my butt but my, my point more is like the character the way he is he's not as dark and grim as batman he is not as like jokey crazy as you know some of these other characters he's your stalwart full of integrity guy and i'm really glad that we're seeing that in um in the character and like you know, this may come as a weird kind of turn of events, but he now has Nightmite. So just like Batman oh, yeah. has Batmite, Nightwing has Nightmite now. So the fact that he has gotten to the status of he has a missile pl- character who is devoted to him, we know we're going places with the character. I would also like to point out that Captain Darkness was the name of an evil villain uh, from <laughs> the Spanish animated series Sylvan, uh, and he was a giant boar. <laughs> 
uh, anthropomorphic <laughs> boar who wore a black suit of armor and a cape. Because uh, I had to Google it as soon as you said that. Um, yeah, my hate that, for you is delicious, bro. <laughs> With uh, you know, with with the Nightwing thing, it's you know something I've always thought about Nightwing is that he's kind of he is all the best parts of Batman without the complexes. Like Batman's yes. great, but but he's he is mentally unstable. He dresses like a bat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Nightwing is all the best parts of Batman without the uh, with without without the daddy issues, really. Without without the the god complex. So um, it's it's interesting that yeah. He does seem kind of like like if if you need someone to take up that leadership role, who's got all who's got all the best parts of Batman, but is less of a dick. Yeah, you know, uh, Nightwing's the way to go there. So it'll be curious to see what happens with this. Again, I I haven't read anything from from Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth yet. Uh, it, it, maybe now I should. Um, if this is the route they're taking, shit, I might have to. Uh, it's only seven issues. I might have to go pick those up and uh, and read those. Maybe we can. Maybe we can do that at some point. I think that's good. Uh, I, I haven't read it either. I mean, Nightwing. The other thing with Nightwing is his hundredth issue released today, and if memory serves, oh. the character has never reached that. Really? So he's never gotten to an issue one hundred. Really? So, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I don't. Two thousand nine. Are you sure? I'm looking at it right here. Huh? I didn't think he had ever got. Maybe I quit before then. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, uh, maybe it's the 100th issue in, issue in this series. But uh, either way, I mean, that's still cool. So, uh, yeah, more Nightwing. Let's do more with Nightwing. You know, when when they brought his series back with Rebirth, I know I was excited. And and because uh, like, like Grayson was fine. But like I was like, this is just not Nightwing. It's just yeah. not Nightwing is all it is. Just, just keep doing Nightwing. Um, anyway, so uh, so we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, moving on from that, let's get into some uh, let's get into some some award news because there's some actually a lot of award news going on. Um, yes. So uh, DC's Harley Quinn, the animated series on HBO Max, which I love uh, wholeheartedly, um, and season three was absolutely incredible. Uh, won the Critics Choice Award for Best Animated Series. I can see that. Yeah. I, I I don't hate the show. I just haven't made time to get back into it well and you you like this sounds like a cop-out but like you have kids and it's a very adult show it's a very adult show so it's like this is one of those things where it's like if you're gonna watch this you better make sure none of them are around because yeah (laughs) well and it doesn't help that i think my wife was kind of like nope i don't like this so it's like if I watch it, it's got to be when no one's around, which is yeah. never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, reason number 17,000. Well, I don't have kids, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> uh, reasons number one through 16,999. No woman will let me. Uh, but we, uh, yeah, it's this this show. I, I did a watch along for it on on the off the wall YouTube channel. And um, the show for season three, I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. Like seasons one and two and season three, like talk about finding a way to perfectly blend raunchy, irreverent humor, um, intense violence, but also wonderful character development and great storytelling. Um, And honestly, just from a comedic standpoint, some of the best joke writing I've ever I've ever seen in in a show period um this was a show that when it was announced i i could not have cared less 
like they're like it's going to be this super adult animated harley quinn show with kaylee kawoko and i was like nothing about that sounds good yeah and and even the first trailer i was like oh 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 i i see what you're going for i don't know if i'm there yet and i i watched the first episode and i binged the whole first season uh it's 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 such a great show so for the critics choice awards to give it best animated series um is is absolutely fantastic i do like the critics choice awards for the most part um i'm a little iffy on some of their other decisions from this year but that's another podcast um so yeah you know and also like shout out to the crew for finding that for finding that balance between the irreverence and the humor and the story and the character development, uh, unlike some other shows on HBO Max, which shall remain nameless, um, <laughs> who, are a terror, who are trying very hard to be Harley Quinn and failing miserably. Um, so that's hey, fun. Leave Bat Wheels alone, bro. No. <laughs> uh, oh, God, no. Bat Wheels is better than the show I'm talking about. Um, let's see. Uh, James Gunn recently uh, was asked about excuse me i was asked about you know the ideas of casting for superman and he basically said stop stop asking he said uh my thoughts on because somebody said like hey what do you think about this guy for superman and james gunn replied my thoughts are no one has been cast as superman yet he said casting as is almost always the case with me will happen after the script is finished or close to finished and it isn't we'll announce a few things in not too long but the casting of superman won't be one of them um now now there's there's a couple things i want to say about the suite one that makes all the sense in the world why would you cast somebody when you haven't written the damn movie yet correct you know number one uh number two once again we say this every time shout out to james gunn for getting out ahead of this stuff and keeping it real and managing expectations also excellent now the thing about this tweet that really has me scratching my head is that after all this block of text is a single emoji and that single emoji is of a merman Mm -hmm. which has me wondering are we going to get some aquaman news i mean that or he miskeyed something no (laughs) could be that could very well be the the reason i bring i bring that up specifically is because one merman aquaman makes sense number two aquaman the lost kingdom is supposed to come out december of this year we've seen nothing from it and we've had a lot of rumors going around right now about other stuff yeah i think the last thing we saw is when dc did that no no we're still relevant trust us Look, we're going to put a trailer out that shows all the upcoming movies. Trust us. Oh, it's going to be so fine. Stupid. They put that in front of the Batman. And I was like, you don't need to do this ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that one sweeping shot we keep seeing of Jason Momoa in the all black Aquaman suit. And we know yeah. that Ben Affleck went and did some reshoots for stuff for the movie. We have pre-change. seen change pre change. Yeah. Pre this is this was pre pre James Gunn. All this is pre James Gunn. Um, but as we know all that happened, we have seen nary a trailer, nor a clip, nor a poster. Um, so, and if he's telling us, hey, news is coming soon, here's a picture of a mermaid, uh, a merman. I mean, all signs point to we're going to get some kind of information about Aquaman. Yeah. 
So uh, I think, geez. yeah, I think that's it. I mean, whether it's going to be that we'll never see that movie, it's going to be shelved or Hey, relax guys. We're going to release it. There's no telling. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. And especially I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said, you know, my, my thought is I, I think they're, they're keeping quiet on Shazam because that ball was already roll had already rolled too far down the hill for them yeah. to stop it. But I think post Shazam, it it's clean. I'm telling you that's, that's which, what I've been saying, which really has me even more curious about what's going to happen with blue beetle and how that's going to factor into everything. Because Shazam Fury of the gods comes out in, in mid, mid March. We're two months away, almost to the day. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see what, when, when this news is going to drop and what it's actually going to be. Um, it's also curious to me that the, the possibility still stands that all this stuff would get shelved. Meanwhile, that Gotham Knights TV show is going to continue to exist, but that's, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That show needs to just die in a fire. Whoever, whoever came up with the idea of that show should be fired. Um, yeah. Also nice job releasing a show called Gotham Knights, like a few months after you released a video game called Gotham Knights and the two have nothing to do with each other. Like at all, except Batman dies. It's it's it's, and and also the video game's terrible. Anyway, uh, let's get into our last little chunk of stuff here. Uh, Well, last two. Um, This one's not really so much news. We kind of already knew this was happening. I think we touched on this once before. It's just nice to get the confirmation, which is that Matt Reeves says the Penguin series will tie into the Batman 2, which he is currently deep in in the writing process of. Uh, we, we knew that it was going to be taking place between the two movies, but to know that it's going to essentially set up for the Batman 2 just has me all that more excited to see what this show is going to be like. Yeah, I think, like, you know, we talked about it a little bit before, is that if it's going to be lead into it, I think that's cool. I think that gives a little more ramp up to the movie, you know, because mm-hmm. we still don't, if that I'm aware of, we don't know when the penguin show is going to come out. No, there's so, no, it hasn't even like started production yet. Like yeah. Colin Farrell said he saw a draft of the script, but they haven't yeah. even gotten to production yet. So if you, if you time it right where, you know, cause I mean, they're saying they're writing Batman two, mm-hmm. which means at minimal, we're three years out from seeing that movie. Which I think, which they were pretty upfront about, even when the movie came out, they said it'll probably be 2025 before we see part two. Yeah. So with that in mind, you drop this, the latter half or the mid beginning of 2024. And now you lead into that. Like, I think it's a good go between, especially depending on how you end that show. You know, that show cliffhangers on, well, we got to find out what what's happened in the movie. I think that's that will help kind of build up the hype, because, look, as much as there are a ton of people who love that movie, I think in my circle, there's still a lot of people who kind of liked it and or hated it. So I think if you could get people on board, because I think universally everybody is down with Colin Farrell's Penguin. And if they're not, they're smoking some kind of crack. I can't even fathom because that makes no sense to me. Yeah. So I think you get people on that bandwagon. Maybe you can win some of these people back to come back and see the second one. Um, But I I thought the movie was great and I'm looking forward to a second one. And, you know, yeah, let's go with it. Um, Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. I'm ready. 
Yeah, well, and you know, speaking speaking more on the Batman on on its on because because yeah, there are it is it is not a Batman movie for all for all people. It was not casting a wide net. It had, it had a specific audience it was appealing to, and I think it appealed to that audience pretty fantastically. Uh, but who it also appealed to a little bit uh, anyway is uh, the Baftas because the Batman has been nominated for uh, four Baftas, been nominated for. Um, Best Achievement in Special Visual Effects, Best Production Design, Best Makeup and Hair, and Best Cinematography. Uh, I think the cinematography one in particular is definitely the one I would want to hang my hat on because the way that movie was shot was uh, Greg Fraser did did an incredible job with or Greg Fraser did an incredible job with that. Uh, the production design as well. I mean, they they made that city look so real and so lived in. I've been replaying Arkham Knight recently, and it really made me feel like it took inspiration from the design of Gotham City in that game. Um, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's been ranking, it's been grabbing uh, uh, nominations left and right. We talked previously, like, it, the soundtrack has a Grammy nomination that's still pending. Um, the London Film Critics Circle nominated uh, Colin Farrell for uh, Best Irish Actor of the Year. Um, the Satellite Awards was nominated for Best Visual Effects. I mean, there are still dozens of awards it's been nominated for. Uh, outstanding uh, Ensemble for a SAG, a SAG nomination for Outstanding uh, Ensemble Performance. I mean, this thing is is grabbing up awards and nominations left and right. And I know we're only like a week away from uh, the Oscar uh, awards being uh, nominations being announced. So... We'll see what happens more with that, but yeah, man, the ba- uh, the Batman is still grabbing up uh, award nods left and right because yeah, like you said, lately like we said it did not cast a wide net, but it cast a very strong net where it was going. Yes, and and I like look. This is where, in my opinion, like you have a difference between it's not a movie for me, but it's still a fantastic movie. The, the cannot deny all of what you're saying. It does deserve the awards. It was phenomenally acted. It's amazing. Like, you know, was the story an action packed Batman story? No, it wasn't. But if you didn't get that from the trailer, you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Was was, Was the movie like, like the movie was everything they said it was going to be. Honestly, if you didn't know that's what it was going to be, that's kind of on you. That is a, not kinda. It is exactly on you. <laughs> Everyone told you what this was going to be, so so yeah, so this should not uh, be a surprise. But no, I, I think it deserves it. I I mean, I still say no one has acted through the cowl like Pattinson did. No, that you knew what he was thinking and knew what he was doing is just a testament of not only how fantastic that actor was, but how fantastic like all of it is. You know what I mean? You, you don't get that kind of performance out the director pushing you as well. So no, I, I think it's all great and, and it deserves all the awards. It's offense. It's, it's great. It absolutely does. It's, it's a, it, I mean, it's still, you know, I go back and revisit my, my top, my lists and stuff like that. And it's, it's still sitting as just my favorite Batman movie. Um, easily my favorite Robert Pattinson performance. Um, it's, it's, it, you know, I said, even prior to the movie coming out, I'm like, there's so much just top tier talent in front of and behind the camera on this movie that it, it's hard to imagine it not just, just crushing. And, and so far, like, like the number of people I have encountered who have seen the movie and, um, and 
just flat out didn't like it are few and far between. And most of them were purely superficial. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I can be, I, I, I'm trying to be objective. I, I really can't be. I absolutely love this movie. So <laughs> I think it deserves all the recognition in the world. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, so congrats to them. And, and, and also, God bless Matt Reeves because even, because like Barry Keegan's been nominated for an acting award for the, at the BAFTAs, but not for the Batman, obviously, because. He wasn't in the Batman enough to get it, but he's getting nominated for something else. And what I love about Matt Reeves as a director is when the people he's worked with get recognition for other things, he goes out of his way to voice his support for them because people who worked on the Batman are getting nominated for other projects and he's still tweeting about it. And I love that about him. Yes. Yes. And I think we covered this before, but I know they keep saying, is he going to be pulled into the DCU with all the Matt Reeves Batman stuff? I think not. And I think let's leave it. You know what I well, mean? James Gunn has all but said like, no, like I, I yeah. think we talked, I think we talked about this off the mic at one point. I don't know if we talked about it on here, but somebody there, but I think it was THR uh, put out an article saying that like uh, sources indicate they're going to work Matt Reeves, Batman into it. And James Gunn came out and said, no, like, he's like, I know this reporter. He needs to get a new source. Cause that's not true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like, you know, just leave, leave this world alone. If you, if you want to have another Batman, that's going to be with the other heroes. That's fine. And, 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 and I trust James Gunn to, to be able to look at this and say, yeah, no, this is fine as it is. Just, just, we're just going to leave this alone. They don't, they don't need us. Like yeah. Matt, the Matt Reeves Batman, they don't need the, the DCU. They don't need a bigger universe. They know what they're doing. They're fine. Yeah. Same with, same with Joker. You know, they're working on the, on the, the sequel to Joker right now. He's like, you know what? Leave it alone. It's fine. The way it is. Don't touch it. What, what, why don't fix what ain't broken kids. Yeah. Well, you get to that point of like, I don't know if you guys recall, but Batman has had like three or four very successful franchises that had zero to do with any other DC superheroes. <laughs> very true. That is, that is very, very true. <laughs> Along with dozens of cartoons and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, let him do his thing. It's fine. But speaking of James Gunn, like, like, all right, guys, he's been nice enough to respond to stuff, but let's not go over the top with this. This is where I feel like you're, you're going to get, you're going to put that man to the point where he's like, I ain't talking to them anymore. <laughs> we don't want that. We want him to keep talking to us because yeah. we need that. So let's not get into demanding crap from him. Let's not get into, Hey, what about this? Like guys, it's like, even if the script is in development, we're not going to see that movie for several years, which it's means gonna it, be well, and it's, it means it never, it may not even be cast till later or, you no. know, if it's, you know, cause nowadays, unless you're the actor and the producer, most directors out there don't write a script with somebody in mind in this no. capacity. James Gunn is the head of the DC film universe. He wants to make sure the story makes sense before he even considers who he's going to put in these parts. So there's, there's no casting period. Yeah. Like to, 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 to give you an example, to give you an example, 
there's when you of when you write for a character versus when you write for an actor when you write for a character you get the batman when you write for an actor you get black adam yes yes they made black adam for the rock yes. they made the batman and then robert pattinson was 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 lucky enough to be invited to join the party like it, it's there's a when you write for a specific actor you run the risk of not of sacrificing story of sacrificing substance for spectacle well let's not forget back when he was doing guardians of the galaxy i can remember following on twitter like the number of people that read for star lord and it was it's such a long it's such a long list like <laughs> like i even like through his podcast michael rosenbaum admitted that he read for star lord like tom welling i think talked about reading for it they were going to everybody for that role um honestly because he said that he didn't want to cast chris pratt <laughs> but but so we just don't know so leave yeah. the dude alone about this stuff and and when it's time it'll be time we we let's get through the the rest of this dcfu before we worry about who he's going to put in those parts and if you have not watched the video of the screen test between Chris Pratt and Dave Bautista for the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, do it. Because while Chris Pratt is still very much figuring out how he wants to be Star-Lord, Dave Bautista is so dialed in to Drax that, honestly, his screen test is almost as, is about as good as his performance on screen. It's fantastic. Please watch it. <laughs> I will definitely have to give that a shot. It's all right. We got, we got any more news, brother? Or we, that's we it, man. That's, that's all it. the that's all the important stuff going on right now. And who knows by the time I edit this and get it uploaded, something else might've dropped in which case, guess what guys is going to wait for next week because it's already Thursday when we're doing this. So it's just, but that again, we said, we say every time we do this news, this is the, this is, this is the new, the new world we live in with, with James Gunn heading over at DC. We're here for it, but that also means, you know, Stuff's going to drop uh, at the last minute, and it's like, damn it. All right, guess we got to talk about this. So here's hoping, because I'm already having a busy Thursday. Nothing happens between now and tomorrow so that I can finish what I got to do, because we got to come back and re-record this. I'm going to be an angry little elf, and I, 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 would, I would rather not be. So we that's that's what we got. Hey, listen, if you guys have stuff you want us to talk about, whether it's uh, something in the news that we missed, a particular topic for a show, if you have uh, comments, criticisms, concerns, what have you about anything, or you want to send us questions. We like to do Q&A episodes, so we always want you guys to send us some questions as well. You can do that a couple different ways. Obviously, you can hit us up on Twitter at WeAreTheBatman. You can also go to our new website, which is podpage.com slash WeAreTheBatman. Uh, click the contact button. It is pinned on our Twitter as well, and you can fill out the form and send us questions there as well. Matt, where else can they send us questions and info and all that other stuff? You can go to the Facebook group for my previous podcast, www.facebook.com slash group slash fanboy junction with a K. And if you guys want to talk to us one-on-one, -on -one, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. You can hit me up at Mr. J Ninja. That is going to do it for this week on We Are the Batman. We'll see you guys again next time. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Take care, guys. <laughs>